Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, it's the first Friday of the month, and that means Dr. Alessandra Duke is in the studio with us today. And what's up on the show for today? Well, they'll actually be interviewing me for a little bit. Oh, man, you can hardly wait. Also, we'll check in with Alessandra's Magical Bellingham Manifestation, as well as Sunny's SIBO Journey, and how it's the biggest blessing of her year so far. And that's coming up right now on Sunny in Seattle. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm one of your hosts today, Sunny Joy McMillan, and your other host is actually grabbing a cup, cup of, of coffee. coffee. I know she snuck <laughs> into the studio super late, looking a little bit tired. So we told her to go grab some coffee, but Dr. Alessandra Duke will be joining me in just a moment. Um, so Sunny in Seattle is here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW. And we're always bringing you amazing coaches, teachers, authors, and healers who are on a mission to encourage you, inspire you, and give you tools to live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. All my favorite things. It is radio that positively shines. Of course, we've always got those show archives for you at 1150kknw.com, where you can go back and listen to the show if you missed it live. Um, And I invite you to connect with me via Facebook. And of course, I'm there by my name, but I also have a page for the show, which is Sunny in Seattle Radio. And every week I post uh, links to our upcoming guests so you can see who is coming up on the show and be ready. Um, so I do want to mention, oh, yeah, and my website for my uh, business coaching practice is goldenoversoul.com. Uh, that's goldenoversoul.com. And I'll just mention um, while Alessandra's getting back in here, um, we've got one event that I want to mention that's um, an event I'm putting on, and it's on uh, Thursday, September 20th. It's called Divorce Plus Art Equals Healing, and it is an art therapy workshop that I am putting on with a um, a, a family law attorney here in town who does collaborative law, and as well as another um, friend of ours who is incredibly artsy, and she is also a divorcee. And so this is for anyone out there who is divorced and looking for some alternative or complementary opportunities for your healing. Um, Art therapy is pretty widely recognized these days, and really it's just a fun way to tap into um, emotions perhaps that sometimes we're either not comfortable dealing with or we just can't even quite articulate. And it's interesting what comes out. And so what we'll be doing is creating a little, um, it's kind of like a diptych or, you know, two canvases put together with a little hinge. And the one side of it is going to be your pre-divorce life, and the other side is going to be your post-divorce life. And basically it's a way of honoring and releasing the past or you know if you want to go burn it in your art after you get home that's fine too and then of course um, embracing your future and so you'll be bringing a little piece uh, a memento a photo something that symbolizes your life before and something that symbolizes your life moving forward and we'll be doing that again on Thursday September 20th it's from 7 to 9 30 p.m. it's at Windows Art Gallery in the Wallingford neighborhood it's a beautiful little gallery where I'm um, actually Alessandra got me turned on to that place. She hosted Lady Bosses there for many moons um, until Lady Bosses grew too big for the space. Um, but in any event, if you want to join us for Divorce Plus Art Equals Healing, the Art Therapy Workshop, 
um, just go to my website, goldenoversoul.com. That's goldenoversoul.com. And it's right there under the events page, and it'll take you to the link and the registration. Um, so, Alessandra, welcome to the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good we, to be here. Sorry we called you out. We told them you were getting coffee. Oh, my god. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. Yes. That's okay. That's okay. I have some basic needs, and they are coffee. When you walked in, I'm like, yeah, that's you need it. to walk back out. Yeah. I think that's what you need Could you to do. see my eyeballs? Like, <laughs> a, little, a little wide. Yeah. 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 And it's, can, can we share where you're staying right now? Please. So, yes. Please. Okay. So there's a whole story. So we, we, so we need to, well, we'll give you this brief intro, and then we're yeah. going to, of course, put Benny on the spot, and then we'll oh, share more. I can't wait. Stall as long yeah. as you want. <laughs> Stall as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, I've written down some questions. So Alessandra, I'm like, I quick, let's get through uh, my check-in. Yeah. Ask Benny questions. Well, so Alessandra, as you will learn, I mean, we've and we've talked about, I think, I can't, did we talk about the move to Bellingham? We haven't not? talked about okay. the move, but okay. we talked about like my my thoughts about Bellingham and how that was kind of a guiding peaceful point in my life. Okay, so, so we I haven't guess, talked about the fact well, that it emerged as an opportunity, and I technically now live there. Yes, except yes. for <laughs> last night. Well, it's what was really fun. Okay, so yeah, I guess I just made a huge spoiler. By <laughs> spoiler <laughs> alert! And we could have had a nice, a much over. better lead up. Yeah. I'm forgetting what we've <laughs> talked about on the show. Uh. <laughs> But in any event, Bellingham is clearly a little bit farther from the studio than Alessandra was before. <laughs> and my partner Chase and I have a, an Airstream uh, travel trailer that we took around the country for several mm-hmm. years before uh, she landed in our backyard. And she is my <laughs> home office. Her name is Lovey. And um, we love her. Mm-hmm. And we were uh, very lucky to have Alessandra and Kelsey as our guests while they were transitioning. And so Alessandra stayed in Lovey last night. Yes, I did. <laughs> Yes, Sunny. So, okay, I just have to say, Sunny, you are so generous. I am I'm saying for listeners that Sunny is one of those people who walks her talk of generosity and giving and just being amazing. And I just feel like that I've been friends with you for a short time, but I feel like I've been friends with you for so much oh, yeah. longer because I just feel like you've got my back and it's very I just I feel like I'm going to get all tearful, but it's just, I just feel like you are just one of the most gracious people I've ever met. So, yes, I got to crash in your Airstream last night, and I was so grateful because I really wanted to be here in the studio with yeah. you, Benny, today, and I didn't, I knew that I could do it, you know, by phone or online, but I thought, no, I really want to see both of your faces. This is one of my favorite times in my whole month. Um, you going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, so I got to stay in the Airstream last night. This week is full of all kinds of, like, new experience. <laughs> I'll let you be the judge of what you want to share about all of that oh when we gosh. get to it. I'm trying to make that commute more friendly, and yeah. it's, um, there is a learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, well, mm-hmm. we're glad you're here. And if it's not making sense about why she was scooting in late and that I was here, we took separate cars into the studio because we she's heading to Bellingham and whatnot. So Do you think people why. were thinking, like, why wouldn't Sunny give her a ride? <laughs> She's I not did. So when you first got here, I'm like, huh. huh she's Alessandra's yeah. in your backyard, <laughs> right. but you couldn't give her a ride. No, I had to get here trust. super early to record something for next week. So yeah. anyway, well, and I misjudged. I thought, oh, I'm so much closer, closer now, <laughs> but you know, it's still traffic. Yeah, nothing is closer when you have to go over I-90. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So shall we launch in and ask Benny some questions? Yes. 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 Do we know from Benny? Are there any things that are just off topic? Maybe we should have asked that before we went on air. (laughs) Well, we have language. 
Yes. Mind your language yes. use. Me or yeah. you? Me. Now it's on me. Now me I gotta watch you. my language. You and I both. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring so, it. I okay, don't care. Okay, I, I'm okay. an open book. So the ahead. whole the way that this came about, we have a lovely, lovely listener, and I I won't give a last name just because I don't in case she's not comfortable. But her name is Nancy. She is an. <laughs> it reminds me of Nancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she is Sounds a like loyal fancy. listener. Yeah. She is amazing. She's one of our sacred supper club um, uh, friends who has been with us for a long time. And um, anyway, she lives in the Alameda area of California. Um, and so she wrote in not too long ago and said, hey, why don't you guys interview Benny? I'd like to know more about him. And we thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe we haven't thought of that. So thanks, Nancy. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, so, Nancy. Yeah. No, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, totally fine. So okay. I thought that was so, such a great idea. I think so. Yeah, me too. And so thank you, Nancy, for yeah. encouraging that because mm-hmm. I... We love Benny. Yes, so we I do. love to put the spotlight on Benny. Yeah, All I right. do too. And I will just okay. say, also, just to add in, um, you know, when I was um, there, were when I was evaluating what slot to, there were a couple of times where I would have been a fit in the KKNW schedule. And I adore Eric Burris. He's amazing. He's the afternoon producer. But um, I, like, Benny was one that I always listened to in the morning. And I thought, I just feel like I'm already friends with him. Like, I just want to go be in the studio with yeah. Benny. Yes. <laughs> already high five in it. Benny is one of those people where it's like you've got, you feel like you've got almost like a little bit of an instant friend. Aww. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Just pour some water on yeah. me. Yes. Well, so I have, okay, so may I start? Yes, please. Okay. Oh, okay. my gosh. Look at him. <laughs> Do we, we? As you roll out this giant box. Binder of questions. <laughs> like, like, take turns. All right, let's just no, no go ahead, yeah. ladies, go ahead. Well, I actually, I know, I know parts of this story, but I don't feel like I've heard the full story because you've been, you've been in radio for how many years now? Uh, let's see, twenty eighteen. Uh, my first initial, like, so way back when I went to Western, uh, my. Mm-hmm. Oh, my in Bellingham. Yeah, right. That. See, I didn't see know it comes that. full circle. This is why we're interviewing right. him. So yeah. in 95, that's when I went to college, my freshman year, the roommate across the way had turntables. And I just was like, man, that looks like fun. Yes. And he let me goof around with them. And then finally it blended into jumping on to a show for uh, KUGS, which is Cugs, up in, on campus. Okay. It's one of the local stations okay. up there. So I just sat on his show and... I read a little thing on the air and instantly fell in love with it. And then I dropped out and came back home and got my AA at Bellevue Community when it was community college at the time. Yeah. Uh, and then transferred over to WSU and got my broadcasting degree. And that's where I finished my degree. And so then I became an Edward R. Murrow School of Communication degree major. Okay. Yep. And that's where, uh, and they've always been, you know, recognized as one of the highest communication schools in the nation. Really? Yep. Cool. And so I, and I was already interning here. Because of a class I was taking at Bellevue Community was intro to radio, because that's what I really pretty much wanted to do the rest of my life, not biology or environmental studies or business. I said, nope, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So I went into radio, and this is where I am. I came back, and they've given me a job and haven't left. And it's been 16, I think that is my 16th year. Yeah. From like an intern, from an intern. Like I've never left the building. That is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so for those, uh, we did. I did a little Facebook Live today where I showed kind of where Benny sits. And for those who <laughs> ever watch online, like you, there are how many screens, Benny? Uh, Three, one, six, yeah. not, eight? eight or nine screens mm-hmm. in front of him. And he is uh, a board engineer, a producer. Uh, you've been on air talent. Like you've done everything. A man of many hats. A ma- yes. 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 Like an octopus. With all how of did you friends. know when you thought, um, Okay, I know that I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, what was the feeling? Like, you yeah, you did 
it, was it at the intro to radio class or was it just like reading that on air? Like what was the feeling that you got that you knew? I think I got the official instant bug is when I met my friend Eric uh, up in Bellingham and mm-hmm. he was my friend and I still talk to him to, to, you know, to this day. Uh, one of my closest friends that got me into the music scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really liked the underground hip hop scene and he was really into that. So we really started like buying records for his stuff and then I started getting into the equipment. Then we threw our first dance in the dorms. We hit up the you know, the little board. We're like, hey, can you give us $50 for soda and chips? Quote, unquote. <laughs> That's pretty much all we could yes. purchase with that because they had the receipt. You know? uh, so anyways, and th- from then I just saw instant smiles on oh. everybody. I'm like, this is cool. And yeah. I ended up doing it. Because here's the thing. It's like your voice sounds like it was made for right? the radio. Really? Oh, See, yeah. I don't think so. I think it's just a normal. Oh, no, it's not. Don't even and trust even, it? Yeah. I, don't, don't trust yourself. <laughs> don't trust your opinions. Okay, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, but even, you know, friends I've had who have listened to the radio, and I've, you know, just been doing this with you two for a short time. You know, <laughs> that short? I know. How long has it Almost been? a year, right? Since probably, yeah, eight, maybe eight the or first nine time. Yeah. Oh, come on here. Wow. Okay. I can look for that while you no guys wonder are just oh, you guest no. hosted for me back in September, <laughs> yeah. so it's been a year from that, but from us starting oh. together, uh-huh. I think we started in December, so we're coming up almost on a year pretty quick. We have an anniversary to celebrate. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, guys. Um, yeah, but my friends have heard you, Benny, and thought, oh, who, I've heard, who is that guy? His voice is so amazing. I'm much taller in person. Actually, you are. <laughs> You're He's really tall. tall. How tall? I'm only six one. Not compared to like Nathan, who's like six four. Oh, the yeah. other producer that filled in for us. Wow. What you like? You're yeah, like, yeah. But I sit down. I'm not, but thank you. <laughs> okay, so my point was, I think <laughs> that you we got distracted. <laughs> made for the radio. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's a personality trait. I mean, a lot of my friends are like. You know, I don't know how you can get up in front of people and talk to them. I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. I've done stages, you know, like, you know, from 10 mm-hmm. people to thousands of people. I opened up for Moving when they just started as a big station, which is a sister station down the hall. I didn't know that. <clears throat> I worked for them uh, for a bit, and uh, they did their house parties, which were down at the Paramount. Uh-huh. So we gave out free tickets. We, hi- you know, brought in, uh, you know, Coolio and mm-hmm. all those guys, and mm-hmm. I would open up for them as far as just be the, the guy on the stage running around and being all excited and, ha- and I'd just yeah. sing along and, re- and we had a DJ in the back and so I did that and it's never stopped never looked back it's Susan G. Coleman Race for the Cure I did some mic work for that for them yeah and oh, so you are mm-hmm. cool thanks and, I've been yeah. in the scene I mean I just I, I love Seattle it's such a good spot to be in I mean mm-hmm. we're between 10 and 14th ranked in the nation for yeah. market size it's mm-hmm. never really gone up or down it's perfect size you're never competing too much yeah, mm. but I love it. I mean, I really do. And every day is different. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes that's uh, sometimes right. when I come in, I'm like, I cannot believe how much <laughs> you deal with Benny. Your brain is just constantly well, yeah. going on overdrive. As, as a traditional producer, I guess I'm stuck with maybe one show, and it's uh-huh. you know all day. Whereas you know you're getting here at two, mm-hmm. you start prepping, you're on the air at four, four thirty-five, and then you run till nine, mm-hmm. and then you're off the air and you do your post production, and then you're in here the next day, or you're out doing events. For me, I have like 40 to 50 of you guys yeah. that I manage that come and go throughout the day mm-hmm. and oh. month. So it's a little less involved. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't do my job, but I'm saying like <laughs> I'd want to be more with the creative side of things per show. Uh-huh. But there's just not enough time right. each day for that. So I've prepped my hosts like you and yeah. for, mm-hmm. you know Dr. Alessandra for to come in with stuff ready to go. Right. And I just, I'm the giant glue stick. Yes. You know, I mean, I really, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever you guys need, I'm here for you. So. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I li- I've always liked doing. And you okay. jump in and rescue people on the radio. Oh, too, I have right? been known when they, to. <laughs> when things fall silent. I have been known to. Yeah. It's familiar and it's not that difficult. I mean, for, again, if you had a, a particular topic you had to stick with, that's, that's 
takes so much more prep time and work that I just don't have. Right. But I can jump in and look and get little points of here yeah. and there and mm-hmm. then kind of be a little bit of a, a sidekick or a third wheel or whatever. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Right? Yeah. Okay, so in my coaching practice, we talk about wildly improbable goals. Mm-hmm. So they're goals that, while not impossible, might be improbable. Like So for me, I think many people in my circle as coaches in the spiritual community think sitting across from Oprah and her super soul conversation, (laughs) something like that. Of course, that would be a wildly improbable goal. It's not impossible, but it's pretty unlikely. Okay, what? That is so sad for me to hear. (laughs) You're killing my dreams here, (laughs) No, it's not improbable. I mean, it's not impossible. So hold space for the impossible. Yeah, okay. But so, (laughs) okay. Wildly improbable goals. So, Benny, what would yours be around what you want to do with your career in radio or something entirely different? So I would say about like 10 years ago, I really, really wanted to have a show or have maybe one or two get kind of big get some yeah. get some feet maybe some deeper pockets of an investor and then go run with them somewhere else because ah. this is kind of a staging and stepping stone for a lot of great show hosts right. but then a lot of shows like Robin Brenda and Conscious Talk they've, yeah. they've been here for like 15, 16 yeah. years they haven't left and they realize this is their home Yes. So I used to feel that way, like I can still reach out because, you know, the market's in between. Yeah. I can maybe go to Atlanta or California or whatever. Those are some of the – or New York, they're some of the bigger – but then I realized, psh, no way. I like it here. Yeah. And I've always been utilized in more of an um, educational side of things, like an um, a, an instructor. Because mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. people come in here like, wow, you really make radio fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, like it should be. Yeah. You know, and now with the visual concepts being added to a lot of radio stuff, which it wasn't before, yeah. that just takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, and I did some TV work, which I did like in college, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't my thing. Because, you know, you could go to a store and you're like, you want a loaf of bread. And it's like someone's like, oh, I was watching on TV. And it's like, can I just get a loaf of bread? Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So I still kind of have that little secret hidden side to yes. life with the radio. So I don't have to uh-huh. do anything other than open up my, my mouth. Uh-huh. And like, don't I know that voice? No. <laughs> Just give me my loaf of bread. I'm out here. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, right. <laughs> so when people meet you sometimes, are they like, oh, you're not at all it, what I pictured. I could see them like trigger and like work on it. I just let them do it. <laughs> do you ever ask them? It's fun. What did you expect? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, did you like if people say, oh, you're not you're not what I thought you would look like or yeah. something. Do you say I say the same thing back? Oh, <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, you know, I'm always so curious, though. What did you come up with? How did you think I looked? You don't ask that? No. I, I let them kind of still have their moment of <laughs> yeah. just like shock. Doing it. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Totally. Shock and awe. Well, yeah. uh, okay then. <laughs> no. So, Benny, when you're not in the radio, mm-hmm. what what is like, what's something people wouldn't expect that you, that like just lights you up? I wanted to ask. Uh, well, yeah. I'm a tinkerer. I know I've talked a little bit about like, you know, working on cars and stuff yeah. like that. So I built uh, a little hot rod, so to speak. A little Volkswagen. My first car was a Volkswagen. It's a 77 Rabbit from when I was 16. Oh, it's not I the same one, but one rabbits. like it. Yeah. I literally tore it all down from the you know frame and put it back together, but with a bigger motor mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I like to tinker. Just keep my mind busy. Yeah. I hate sitting still. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I'm at home by myself, I'm just looking around like I need something to do. And so I'll just go walk or go and hang out with my friends or something like that. I really just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like just staring at one thing. And I don't you- watch TV that much. and. I always get a kick out of when I see the VW downstairs oh, yeah. in the parking garage. With the windows down, say. and people are like, what's that window? <laughs> yeah, like, it's Go so ahead cute. and try to steal it. Go ahead. How do you, how do, you decide when you're going to bring that? When he doesn't have When it doesn't boys. rain. Oh. <laughs> and the boys aren't with me. Yeah. I drove it yesterday. It was a lot of fun. I still get compliments. They're like, man, what year is that? It's like 77, so it's like 41. That's the other thing, because it's yeah. as old as me. 
So it keeps me on the level of like, you know, a little bit of humbleness. I mean, I have a nice new truck, which I'm very proud of. Uh, But, you know, it's not as (laughs) efficient on the gas. It's very nice, but I still like to keep the little car running around and it's it's a blast. It really is a blast. And just driving on the freeway, people just looking at it like, whoa, those things are still around. (laughs) Oh, I want to see it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'll bring it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got anything else? I got one more. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And then we'll be. We've kept you longer than we That's said. That's fine. We Are you okay with I'm that? I'm liking this. Okay. Okay. You're doing so I'm liking this. <laughs> I can Why, thank you. I passed the warmed test. up. Yeah. I passed He's the ready test. to go. <laughs> I've got great questions coming yeah. at me. <laughs> well, I'm curious because things, as you were talking about, visual elements are really coming in and podcasting has become so big. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious. I actually want to go to the library and do some research on this. But what do you think the future of radio is with all the other technology and other access points that people have for information? I think there's a large adaption for all forms. Uh, We're moving so quickly. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to stay in the game, we have to do that. A lot of people are like, oh, uh, why do radio when there's all this podcast? I'm like, but you're not going to get that local feel, so to speak. And generally, people still turn to the radio for anything. I mean, really, the TV could be out, and they're like, well, what do we do? Oh, grab your phone. What if the phone's out? We'll go get find a radio. I mean, there's yeah. still it, the, the source is still going to be there. Um, you've always heard the talks, like, oh, it's a dying art. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It, it really isn't. You don't there's think n- so. No, I still feel like I'm in my car punching, punching <laughs> around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. P1s and P2s and P3s. Those are what we call in the radio business for the selection you choose on the first out. Okay. So when you get in your car and you hit the first oh. button, that's your P1. So whatever <gasps> station it is. 1150. Thank you, Sonny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew you were thinking it. So you would be the P1 for us. Okay. But then if you switched over to like, you know, KVI or whatever, uh-huh. that'd be your twos or threes. Or if you go to them, those are your one and two. Okay. So when you do the ratings, that's pretty much how they gather their information from Arbitron and all the books and um, personal people meters. Those are the newest things. They're like little pagers uh-huh. you wear and it reads where you're at. Yes. So if you go into like, you know, Old Navy, and it listens to the music because there's IDs now placed on songs, like oh gosh, tags. I know it's so complicated, crazy. but it'll read, oh, this person, which would be you, it's tracking you. It, you went into Old Navy. Uh-huh. It listened to this song. It's then gathered your information on your age, where you're at, what time. I know it's not, but all this is generating uh information for the station and for the companies mm-hmm. to who is better they're serving on either side. Yes. Whether it's the, you know, um, the product goods or for you just being there. I mean, yeah. you could just walk mm-hmm. in and you're like, well, I didn't really plan on going in there, but I was there and this is stuff. You know what I mean? It's, so it all yeah. compiles in some sort of form of matter. But I've always liked it. And yeah, I mean, it's a good world. I've, I, it always keeps me happy and busy. Yeah. That's what I like it too. Well, mm-hmm. it makes my mm-hmm. week to show up here with Benny every week. Right. So. Yeah. In addition to like, you know, a lot of one to kind of spark, uh, turn back around as far as the podcasting like you know a lot of our shows here take our, the live shows and then flip them on podcast yes. so you're already then covering both there as well exactly or you know they do the facebook live which you know is now really popular and so yeah there's yeah. all like i said just mm-hmm. adapting and adding more mm-hmm. it's not just traditional just one form of um transform uh translation of like just the art itself right radio right Radio plus podcasting plus, you know, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Things. Oh, I like that as yeah. it kind of becomes more hybrid and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's why I have so many screens. Yes. <laughs> so I have one. I have another question for you. Ben. A follow up. Yes. Um, Go. Okay. So you seem, <laughs> you just seem like kind of a contented, happy person. I think so. I like general. to think that. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of piece of advice would you pass on to listeners in terms of like, what would Benny's advice for a living like? A, a pretty, what I call, like to call, living your mostly great life. <laughs> uh, in my world, like the radio world, the just radio in general. Or just in general. I well, 
for sure, just don't let everything rock you. I mean, mm-hmm. you, not like a, a thick skin, but just a little taut. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Absorb a lot of it. I know with this station in particular, though, it's a little more of an emotional, sensitive side to other mm-hmm. radio stations or whatever. I've taken a lot in from it, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think it's helped round me a little more mm-hmm. than coming from a square vision. But, yeah. but I like that, too, because there's a lot of people like, wow, you just... I tuned into the station. I'm like, they're talking about angels and stuff. I'm like, yeah, we all have them. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Would you have said that before you started? No, and that's what I'm saying, because there was yeah. just like, over time, yeah. it kind of like grows in you and yeah. around you. So, and in fact, when on my trip uh, in Shasta, there was a yogi. Did I tell you about that? No. Oh, we you just a, got back from Mount Shasta. Yeah, so, oh, uh, and love. we haven't really yes. chatted, but yep. um, we were uh, having lunch on the way back at this place called Yaks. Uh-huh. Great uh-huh. place, by the way. And we're in there, and it's funny, we got our uh, order, and it's on the way, and the waiter comes over and goes, you know, I'm really sorry. There's a huge table of people coming in. There's like 12, 15 of them. Um, and they're going to be taking up the space behind you. And it, we're in this other separate room. And I'm like, it's okay. No big deal. <laughs> we're five of us. It's 20 of them. No big yeah. deal. <clears throat> and so, uh, and then he goes, well, it's a yogi. I'm <laughs> like, okay. And we all kind of looked at each other like, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And and so he he leaves. And then the other lady comes back and he's like, you know, I'm really sorry. There's a table. Come. I'm like, he's really spiritual. I'm like, we're all spiritual people here. I mean, why would you ask that? Was it Pragit? I don't recall who. I should have. I didn't want to be nosy. No. Did you see him, though? I could probably find online where the, because I think they just finished up a retreat. Yeah, I almost went to that retreat. Really? I bet you anything it was Pragit. He's amazing. Really white hair? Yes, with a beard. (gasps) Yes, that's Pragit. That could have been him. He channels for Alcazar. He is this amazing spiritual teacher. I adore him. He travels with Lee Carroll. Oh, Oh, does he? Yeah, I I was working his table at the Science and Spirituality Conference in Nanaimo in June. He's amazing. He he works out of Mount Shasta, and I I was supposed to be at that retreat. I'm going to go to one once we get (laughs) I almost saw you then, Ah, away from work. I'm like, hey, hey, what are you doing here? I should have been. Shoving my face So were they telling you this this person was coming because they didn't think you would be They just didn't want to startle us, and it's like, well, you're not, though. I mean, and it's 2018, people. Come on, this stuff is so popular now. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they were just doing, like, the nice thing and just kind of. And there were, I think, just a bunch of people, yeah. like 20, literally, there was a lot of them. So it's like, they didn't want to like mm-hmm. mess with our more of an intimate setting, but yeah. I'm like, bring them. Yeah. We're all spiritual people, yeah. like I said. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was really, really, really cool thing. That's so Very awesome. Cool. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Well, and I really I like that about you, that. Benny, because I think it's it's just a pleasant surprise. And I think that people, people probably are, you know, they see you this over six foot tall man, <laughs> you know, and, like wearing this like hoodie, you know, uh-huh. and I wouldn't look at you and think, oh, this guy's cool with angels and <laughs> right. yogis, but you so are. And I just think that that makes you a really neat combination. Oh, well, thank you. I, yeah. agree. I appreciate that. Yeah. And but, but it's just uh, absorbing and learning all in the same and with no borders and boundaries, you know, yeah. just yep. take it all in. I mean, it, you, yeah. may li- you may like it. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what our discernment just is like for. It. Yeah. So. That's great. That's oh, cool. Benny, this has been so fun. Oh, Benny. Can we do a part two? Yes. yes. Oh, I would <laughs> love tell that. tell us when. Well, I want to take up for the rest of your hours. <laughs> well, yeah. I love this, though, because he was too. a little like, okay. I know. He let's... was hesitant to agree to well, this. Yeah. I think it's just like what oh, I was saying earlier, like when I kind of know ahead of time, I kind of get a little in my own head. Yeah. Rather than just like, all right, let's just do just it. Slow. Yeah. Just Just jump out there. Let's just go for it. Yeah. And then I can deal with my emotions afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go cry out. We can crying in the corner, rocking yourself back and forth. What did I say? Between the psychologist and the coach, I think we can help you with that. Yeah, I know, Totally. That'll be the part two. That'll be the part two. As we coach Benny. Process the feelings. Yes.
I love it. Oh, thanks, Benny. Yeah, well, thank Yay. you for yeah. coming in. Doing yeah. this. I, had a, I had a blast. Yeah. <laughs> we did, too. Yeah. Okay, so that brings us right to the halfway point. So let's take our break. Um, so you are listening to Sunny in Seattle, of course, uh, co-hosting Fun Friday today with Dr. Alessandra Duke. And so me. happy to be here. Yes, Sunny. And we had the amazing Benny, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> wow, that's one. <laughs> Not quite an Oprah intro, but... Uh, doesn't need to be. <laughs> She's in her own world. Yes, yeah, she is. Okay, so we'll take a break, and we'll see you in just a few so you can learn all about Alessandra, Bellingham, and my SIBO. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story, and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available for pre-order today on Amazon.com. The stigma of addiction is destroying lives across the country, preventing our loved ones from getting the help they need. We are Shatterproof, a national nonprofit dedicated to ending the stigma and devastation addiction causes families. We are changing laws, creating a community of support, and providing evidence-based resources for prevention, treatment, and recovery. Stigma shatters lives. Rise up against addiction now so another life isn't lost. Get involved at shatterproof.org slash rise up. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. After countless tries to find healing for a devastating low back pain, Dr. Andy Marone met with his mentor and discovered a balance and clarity he never thought possible. He left his job as a software engineer and began a lifelong journey of learning the power of quality chiropractic care and enzyme nutrition and never looked back. He believes in not just treating pain, but removing roadblocks and paving the way to a happy and healthy life. Join Dr. Andy's Wellness Corner Mondays from 9 to 10 a.m. On Seattle's Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. I'm one of your hosts, Sunny Joy. And, and I'm Alessandra Duke. Woohoo! Yay! Okay, so we promised you, I of course did the huge spoiler at the beginning of the show. Um, I wish we could have had a better lead up Yes, to but maybe people didn't tune in okay. yet. Then so then I'm going to let you have no idea what you even mean. Yeah, because we, well, we have been. I'd forgotten. We hadn't addressed it entirely. We alluded to things. Yes. And so uh, the last we spoke, there were some big changes coming in your life. Yes. So what would you like to share about that? Because <laughs> the way the, the reason we were bringing this up is Alessandra was sharing with me this beautiful story of how they ended up with this particular housing situation. Which, if you listen to past First Friday shows, you knew that. Alessandra was in a situation that was not quite so pleasant. Yes. And things have changed dramatically. Yes, so. They really have. Yeah. And um, it was uh, probably, what was it, maybe two, three shows ago that you and I were talking about um, the the different places that we look at where, where we notice our 
our bodies that just something feels different. Something yes. feels right. Something feels more spacious. You were talking about how you had that sense in California. Yes. I was talking about um, Northern California. Northern California. Yes. yes. Not yes. Southern. Yes. That's a different story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I was born in Southern California. It's forever imprinted <laughs> on my life. Um, but yeah, and you had asked, you know, if I had a place and I, I shared um, that Bellingham had been my peaceful place for a while. So kind of my guiding North stars, I would ask, like, do other places feel as good as I feel when I go to Bellingham? And I just noticed, you know, again and again, that's just kind of where I just kept going. Right. And I, you know, talked to, to you about that on the air, um, just as like, that would be so nice. That would be so nice. And had always held it loosely as that would just be so nice to live there never graspy on it or anything like that that would just be so nice um and I my partner does will not uh does not function well with long commutes (laughs) so I knew if I wanted to live somewhere she needed to get a gig somewhere uh-huh. close by because uh-huh. I'm talking this person is like wants to stay within a mile radius for the <laughs> most part you know I'll, I'll drive I'll commute she's a short tripper yes she's very much a short tripper who is excellent at using public transportation she Phenomenal. must have been miserable for the week so for the week and a half that you guys stayed with us and we rode together <laughs> from Columbia City to the U District in prime traffic like that doesn't sound like a lot but it can take 45 minutes very She's easily like I can yes. walk faster <laughs> yes. she must have been so she stressed had to do lots out. of breathing exercises <laughs> lots of well she, and she's so I mean I think she was so lucky to have you and I <laughs> at the helm of planning her whole life for that right. week because you and I just that is what we do we will just start we get together we just start planning right away okay <laughs> who's gonna take Kelsey in the morning can you pick Kelsey up I could pick Kelsey up can you take her you know <laughs> yes. like her two moms <laughs> we got it sorted yes she did okay but anyway um we had just been uh always kind of keeping an eye out um you know for uh jobs at the university at Bellingham and um at Western and um, I, you know, I've taught college classes before, so I keep an eye out for academic positions. Um, she's a therapist, so keep an eye out for that. And um, so we just, she just kind of took a risk, floated something out there, um, you know, had submitted her resume. We kind of just sort of put it aside, forgot about it, went about our Seattle life here. I mentioned that on the radio that like, yes, Bellingham would be so nice. And it was within 24 hours of me sharing that on air that she got the offer and the opportunity to live there. I didn't realize it was within that kind of timing. Yes. Maybe that's the key. Announce it on live radio and it happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because, and even on, you know, when we were on the radio and we've talked about this before, like when we're setting intentions for things that we want to have manifest in our lives, Mm -hmm. um, when we have that graspiness or scarcity mindset, we're only going to get more of that, the scarcity and the like, we're not going to get that thing that we're manifesting. Like if people are holding on tight and saying, I just I just want a relationship. I want a relationship so bad, so bad, so bad. Yeah. Right. It just comes from this place of desperation, even if you think you're being really peaceful about it. Right. But it was holding it really lightly. I yeah. just would simply talk about how beautiful it would be and how nice it would be. And all of a sudden, yeah, 24 hours it was there. And we had to make a decision within four days of that. Oh, so it was like I gosh. said it on air, and within a week's time, we were committed to moving there. So wow. that kind of turnaround time happened. Yes. Then several several other things have kind of 
come out of that. Bellingham has been a really welcoming space energetically for us in a lot of ways. But a really cool thing happened um, that you mentioned, yes. you know, with the house story that I, th- that I think you wanted me to share. Right? Oh, yeah, please. Is that please. the thing you want I, me to this, talk about? Yeah, this is because I feel like uh, we get such a positive response on the show when you share the stories of, it really inspires people, I think, to see when when um, manifesting from a place of your soul's desires really happens. Yeah. And that gives other people encouragement to hold lightly to hold on to their dreams. Lightly. Yes. Um, yeah. So I yes. love the way that this came about because yes. you were having some stumbling blocks and then, and then, yeah. 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 And I was having a lot of, you know, when I was here, we were in a very stressful housing situation and not to say that that is all of, all of Seattle, but it was, it was just my experience. And so I just repeatedly kept going up to Bellingham for a kind of a time out from the city. <laughs> That's where I would get recharged. Yeah. I would seriously just go there, lay in the park, like just pass out, <laughs> go to the grocery store, get some things, hang out, stare at the water, just kind of like let my mind yeah. just, you know. So I kept escaping there. So notice like, huh, I think I like it here. Um, but we started looking for places to live and, you know, there's not as many places to live there, right? So um, because it's a smaller city than Seattle. So um, that I think easily there's an there's an opportunity to get tripped up in your mind really quick and create a new housing crisis or a new whatever fill in the blank crisis wherever you go. Yes. Right. There's that opportunity and invitation. And I felt that like, oh, no, I could hear that kind of internal complaint like, oh, now we can't find a place to live here that we like that we can afford what is going on. That will accept Clover, the beautiful right. Scottish And that was carrier. the thing. Yes. I've got the sweetest little animal, Clover, who's a 12 year old. Um, terrier who just at this point sleeps and waddles around you know she doesn't do anything and she's not tall enough to get into anything she just doesn't do anything Um, and so but lots of no pets you know rules around rentals and all of this like um, just anything that we like no pets no pets no pets so we got I just was getting so more and more frustrated and I could feel that rising and I thought I'm not going to take the invitation here to join in another crisis and create a crisis and create, create, make this a problem. Right. And I thought like, I just asked like universe, like, please just, if there's something that I'm not seeing, like, please unblock whatever, any, any blocks that might be there to me seeing what would be in the best interest of us moving forward. Please let me see it. Like, let me know. Right. Mm -hmm. Got really clear, peaceful, did some breathing around it, stepped away from looking at things. Mm-hmm. And I got this download to just this idea, you know, idea, download, whatever you'd like to call it. Post your own personal ad on Craigslist. Yeah. Clear as day. And I thought, and I, if you know me, I'm not a personal ad kind of <laughs> gal. No. I'm very private. I get very nervous yeah. on Facebook. I'm like a skittish dog with <laughs> people knowing my business. So... I, but I posted this thing on Craigslist because I thought we are really good tenants and Clover is amazing. Yes. And I'm tired of people telling us no, just no. So I, I said, you know, we're, I just outlined everything that we kind of had to offer, that we were amazing, uh-huh. that we were really good tenants. And I said, here's what I'm looking for. And I thought, you can't ask for all of that. But I thought, I'm just going to throw it out there. Who yeah. cares? Right. So. I said, um, you know, I want, I want a house, I want a yard. Um, at least two two to three bedrooms. Um, and then I just threw in like triple bonus points if you've got views of the bay. And um, uh, I forget what I, what else I said, but I thought 
whatever that yeah. is that's hilarious so I just kept m- meditating on like how nice it would be to wake up and see trees everywhere see the water and I put that ad out there and honestly very honestly I forgot about it I sent it out there I didn't think anything of it two weeks later I see this email in my inbox this woman writing and saying I have a house in Bellingham three bedrooms yard views of the bay would you like to come take a look you know, we're going to be gone for this big chunk of time. Uh-huh. Would you like to take over? And I thought, is this real? Like, am I being punked? You know, <laughs> like, what is going on? And um, and it was amazing. And um, it it was absolutely the universe just delivering. And even when I went up to the house, it was everything in my meditations that I thought when I would close my eyes and, and see the trees that I want to see outside the bedroom window, they were there. Views of the bay. You know, all of all of these amazing things just showed up, the things that I held again held lightly. Yes. And when I walked up to the door though, before I even met these people who are really lovely, amazing humans, um, there I walked up to the door and I thought, This this can't be. Like I cannot believe that this is happening. And on their door was this huge, it's probably a foot tall dragonfly door knocker. And I've talked about on this show that um, since I have a better relationship with my father after his death, the way that he will show up to me is through dragonflies. So that when I, when there have been different sort of choice points in my life or times when I'm feeling really nervous, there will be random dragonflies showing up at these random times or big hordes of them or something will kind of pop up. And I know that it's, I just know that it's him. It's a, it's just a basic knowing. And so I walked up to the door and I saw this huge dragonfly and I thought, no way. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, so anyway, that's the story. That's the house. Bellingham's happening. Yes. Yes. And so you guys are in the house now fully? We'll be in the house in October. Okay. Okay. So right now we're at another temporary rental spot that opened up magically. I went from some, someone's bottom of their list to they said, I mean, I saw reading or getting to know you you're at the top of my list you want this it's well under market this cute little house just for us to search and have a comfortable place like a soft landing spot so we've got this amazing soft landing and then this thing that I had envisioned you know um just as our welcome to Bellingham experience it yeah and it's so funny because I thought for sure um that I that Chase and I would be in Petaluma before you guys yes. went anywhere. Yeah, because we so, talked about renting your house when yeah, you leave. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's so funny to me that once things get set in motion and you really are committed to it, the universe truly does conspire to assist you. Yeah. And we're still just if this is news to anybody out there listening, Sunny in Seattle is not going anywhere. I'm Mm-mm. still gonna be doing the show. Um but um just like, you know, Rob and Brenda or Manson Mitchell, um I will be for probably a large part of the year coming to you remotely, but of course, mm-hmm. Vinny will still be here in the studio. Yes. Um, yeah, but um, Petaluma is, is definitely on the very near horizon mm-hmm. for us. Um, and so you inspired me so much to put the ad on Craigslist because we have had, once we got back from the scouting adventure in June, and we both, after having visited five or six cities all around the Bay Area, even as far away as Nevada City, California, which mm-hmm. is up there, the uh, Nevada border. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all those cities, Petaluma was the standout, standout choice for a bunch of 
mystical serendipitous reasons. Yeah. You know, we weren't even supposed to have visited Petaluma, but, yeah. but the universe led us there. So anyway, um, three houses have come up that meet our specifications, mm-hmm. and and I want it. It needs to be on the west side. It needs to be rural. We want that's what we want to get out of congestion. Yeah. We want a place for our kitties to roam yeah. and maybe even have a horse to look at nearby or something like that, and a farm more like a farmhouse or something comfortable mm-hmm. that's rural. And um, and that has a studio for me to work from home. I don't mm-hmm. want to have an office anymore. I want to do what one of my mentors, Susan Hyatt, does and just have a headset, a phone, and a computer mm-hmm. and no commute anymore. Yes. Um, so anyway, I had all these lists and we've had three properties that have come up that have met the criteria except for one like sticking point, either on their end or ours. And so I just know I've been shown this stuff is available. So yeah. we are like sitting on G ready for O. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 so... Uh, we'll, um, but I think to help the process along, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna put that out on Craigslist and just see what yeah. comes back, and just really spelling out everything yeah. that you want, and I think really connecting to that vision and holding it, you know, every day, just like oh, oh, it yeah. would be so nice to just yes. look out and see these things, right? Yeah, um, and I, I I just I think that there is something to that sometimes, you know, and it doesn't always work out the way that we envision it, you know, sometimes better. There are still kinks, so I'm not saying that everything is perfect yeah. right now, right? So, but I'm like, maybe I should say it on the air, what I need. Anyway, say it. I'm working through my commute. I had envisioned I would be able to stay at my office so I could have less back and forth, but I don't think that is going to be no. within the realm of possibility. Just stay in lovey. Yeah. She's there. Yeah, at least five. until you move, huh? Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, we'll probably be taking her with us. Or but. your new tenants will just have to inherit <laughs> some random lady that <laughs> two enters the yard two or three days a week. Yeah, that's no big deal, right? <laughs> yeah, They'll love me. That'll be an interesting lease yeah. agreement there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but the other thing that I hear from your story is just that, that um, things were pretty up and down for a while in terms of the housing here in Seattle and then... The, the soft landing in Bellingham wasn't immediately apparent. And I just, mm-hmm. I take from that and for anybody out there that just because you hit, well, the way one of my mentors put this, I love this. If you know you're going to the grocery store and you get in the car and you know you're getting there at some point, if you get to your first stoplight, do you turn around and go home? No. Mm-mm. You know that hitting a couple stoplights on the way to the grocery store is very likely to happen. And when you hit those stoplights, you're patient, you breathe. Yes. Listen to some inspiring music or podcast, and you just keep going. Yeah. Whatever the metaphor or literal you want to make of yeah. that. Yeah, but you kept going. Right, and in in what you're talking about there, sometimes even there's a detour, right? Yes. Right, you see detour signs and you think, oh, no, now this is all messed up, right? The sure way that you'll never get there is just to turn back home. Yep. But sometimes the detours might surprise you yeah. and become even better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations Thank to you, you guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I'm still around too, still seeing clients in Seattle, yeah. still, you know, showing up here. So, yeah, just yeah. want everybody to know that. Yes. And I want to make sure that we get an update from you. Oh, yes. Do okay. we still have time? Oh, my gosh, yeah. We got like uh, eight minutes or perfect. something like that. Yeah, okay. that's perfect. Okay. I mean, who wants to hear about SIBO much more than that anyway? Um, <laughs> so for those out there who maybe haven't heard our fast, 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 let me try this again. Past first Friday shows. Mm-hmm. So I have a pleasant condition called uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It's like the bacterial sister to candida. And it just basically means, you know, we've got trillions of little bacteria in our microbiome and our gut. And, you know, 
our immune function comes from our gut, a lot of our neurochemicals like serotonin and other things associated with well-being and on the flip side, depression, Mm -hmm. all those come from your gut. So when your microbiome is out of whack and SIBO is meaning that it's out of whack, your bad bacteria is like overgrown, um, then, you know, it can cause some not pleasant symptoms and it's just not healthy for you. Um, and it, and people then ask, well, how do I get it? Maybe I have it. Well, you get it because you've been eating too much sugar, too many carbs, drinking too much alcohol, you're stressed out and basically just not being very healthy in your eating habits. And I thought I was a clean eater, Mm -hmm. but I would go to PCC and I would get PCC, all organic, organic cane sugar, uh, Mm -hmm. non-GMO flour, whatever, but still, they were freaking cookies, right, and right. that was freaking mac and cheese, and you know dairy, and anyway. So mm-hmm. my bacteria got all out of whack in my gut, and so to fix that, um, I have been. I'm now in going into week seven of an eight week protocol. I can't believe wow. it's been that long. Oh yeah. But no alcohol, no caffeine, no marijuana, no dairy, no grains, no fruit. Only low glycemic vegetables. And it sounds incredibly restrictive. And I thought, oh, my gosh, my life is over. How am I going to go without, you know, wine with Alessandra at a barbecue? Well, I'm struggling without it. I I miss you. (laughs) So it's been this really, like, reimagining of what, where does my sense of well-being come from? And I actually am going to talk about this next week on the show with my grand mentor, Brooke Castillo, um, because this has been a really interesting experiment. I, so I, um, since my adult life, when I turn, you know, between 18 and 20, 21, um, I have always had some kind of a false pleasure, I'll say, in my system. And by mm-hmm. false pleasure, I mean something that tricks your brain into making you think things are better than they are, like sugar, alcohol, prescription or recreational mm-hmm. drugs, yeah. cigarettes, uh, whatever. I've always had alcohol or some drug mm-hmm. in my system. And that's like over 20 years Mm -hmm. that I've not gone this long without that. Yeah. And so eight weeks without that. And you guys, I am not freaking kidding. I have never felt better in my life. Mm -hmm. I am like a wellspring of inspiration and energy. Mm -hmm. I feel so, you know, Abraham Hicks style, tapped in, tuned in, turned on to my connection with source, to my clients, to my business, to my relationship, Mm -hmm. to all of these things. And I am really, I never thought I would say this, and I'm not committing to anything because this woman next week that I'm uh, interviewing, Brooke Castillo, she taught a course on how to stop Mm over-drinking, but over a period of time, she has quit drinking entirely. And I don't think that will ever be my reality. I always want to have champagne at New Year's or, you know, Mm -hmm. share a glass of wine as you break bread. But I don't think I want it to be a part of my regular reality. Mm -hmm. I have just seen the difference in how I feel when I don't have the sugar, when I don't have the alcohol, when I don't even even using marijuana for sleep. My sleep cycle, I have been rocking my sleep since going on this protocol. And it it just makes good sense. Why wouldn't I be sleeping better if I am not eating bad things late Mm -hmm. at night, if I am not, sorry, I started to curse. If I'm not messing up my my neurochemistry with a bunch of other right. things, because you're not you you don't have caffeine to bring you up, mm-hmm. you don't have marijuana like with the downer, to right? Put me to you sleep. Don't have yeah. sugars in your system. No, nope. right? None of those things. No flour. No none of the inflammatory yeah. foods that you know. Um, can't, and inflammation is a huge contributor to and you struggled to with sleep, right? Oh that gosh, is a yeah, big thing. Absolutely. So, uh, now, does it feel like you are able to just? 
fall, fall asleep, like you are sleeping through the night. This may not seem like a lot to some people, but I can sleep for five hours at a time now without waking. That is That's huge. a big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. I've struggled with insomnia forever. Yeah. yeah. And I can fall back asleep, not always super easily, but I can fall back asleep for another two hours or so. I don't need, usually, I don't feel like my body needs more than seven, maybe eight hours mm-hmm. comfortably, but I am sleeping for long periods. So I will just say, I am really reevaluating the value I get from the sense of well-being I now have from just my body and my connection to the divine doing its thing without yeah. interference from all of these, uh, what Brooke calls buffering activities, basically getting all inundated with false pleasures because mm-hmm. you don't want to deal with the emotional fallout. Like, for example, one of my big overeating nights was Friday. And because I wasn't drinking as much, I'm not using really yeah. drugs anymore. Like, what did I turn to? I turned to food. And so mm-hmm. Friday evening would come around and I would load up on carbs and sugar mm-hmm. because it was just, I didn't want to feel the overwhelm of the week, the anxiety of, oh my gosh, you know, uh, I need two more clients this month to meet my intentions and my goals and all this. That kind of stuff. I wasn't dealing with it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And really, I had a guest on here not too long ago, um, Julie Simon. She talks about, um, her book is When Food is Comfort. And she talks about popping the hood, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. So when I want the cookie or I want yeah. the mac and cheese, pop the hood. What am I actually feeling? And Absolutely. it's okay to feel uncomfortable for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Sit with those feelings. And the way Brooke talks about it, it's like if you have a toddler screaming in the grocery store, what happens if you always just give it the candy bar? Right. It gets out of control. Right. You don't have to give the toddler the candy bar. Mm -hmm. I don't have to have the cookie. Mm -hmm. Let's just take a deep breath and see what feelings come up. And that's when you meet who you really are. Yes, because it's not about the cookie. Nope. Not always about the cookie. Sometimes cookies are great. Yeah. But it's not always about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, yeah, this has been the, I thought it was going to be the curse of my summer. And Mm -hmm. it has been, and I will say there have been a couple of social activities that it's really like, I just want to have wine with other people. And I will do that again. But it's not going to be a regular, this is my feeling at this point, it's not going to be a regular part of my life in the same way that it was. Mm -hmm. Because I just don't want to give up the the net pleasure I receive from the well-being that has no negative consequence. Mm -hmm. That far outweighs the quick hit of the sugar, the quick hit of the weed or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Anyway. And I know, you know, we're we're coming up on time here, but I I've seen it, you know, for you. I mean, I see you making videos. I see you Facebook live. I mean, you are doing things and taking risks and like you again, you're walking your talk. It's really cool. Well, I thank you, Sibo. Best thing that has happened to me in 2018. <laughs> so, oh, and you're right. We are right out of time. Mm-hmm. OK, so you have been listening to Sunny in Seattle. I am Sunny Joy. And I'm Alessandra Duke. If you want to give your website real quick, just in case. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, AlessandraDuke.com. Yes. <laughs> or SeattleLadyBosses.com. Yeah, we've got a Lady Bosses meeting next week. So yes. go to Seattle Lady Bosses if you are an entrepreneur, a healer of some sort, and you want some support. So I, mm-hmm. I will be there. Um, Benny, thanks for being our awesome. Oh, thanks for having me on the show, too, ladies. Yeah, oh, thanks, you're Benny. always on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Not in that form. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. In the hot seat. And um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, please do join us next week as I interview my grand mentor, Brooke Castillo, who is one of the most successful coaches out there today. She's awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend, everyone.